0: Hi, this is Grace with hashtag Make Bullhead Better. Today I'm rebroadcasting Larry Toonforce's show. He did an interview with Dr. Wahid Ziri. Dr. Ziri is a candidate that's running for the Bullhead City Council. The election is August 4th. Please vote. I share these podcasts with these interviews because I feel it's important to know your candidates and to get out and vote. I am hosting a debate on July 14th from 5 to 6.30. It will be live broadcast on Make Bullhead Better and also the Mojave Valley Daily News and The Bee. It will also be rebroadcast on 106.3 FM at 7 p.m. on July 14th. So if you have a chance to tune in, please do. Now please enjoy this interview with Larry Toonforce
1: and dr ziri now in the studio dr ziri who uh ran once before for city council and is running again so let me get my little question list out here how long have you lived in bullhead city doctor first ziri?
2: good morning larry good morning sir how is elena doing
1: a doing great
2: I didn't I, I miss how much uh, how many miles you walked today? Uh, I missed on the Facebook.
1: I haven't been walking for about 2 weeks cuz I injured my right knee and I have an appointment Thursday or next Tuesday with one of the doctors at Warm Sea.
2: Good. Yeah. I hope you get better.
1: Me too. (laughs) That's why you're twice the size of the other knee right now. (laughs) So how long have you lived in Bullhead?
2: So I live in Bullhead uh, for 25 years. I moved here in 1995. Okay. And this is the only place I have a business and property and house, nowhere in the world. Bullhead is my home.
1: Bullhead's your home. And you raise
2: your kids here. I raised my four kids here.
1: Are you involved in any groups like lions or elks or rotary or Uh, Not,
2: I'm not involved in any groups right now, but I can tell you what I'm doing in the community.
1: Okay, go ahead.
2: So uh, I'm the chief of staff at the Warm Sea Western Arizona Medical Center and the board member. I'm also founder and president of the Tri-State Youth Internship and Leadership and founder and president of the Maui Health Coalition and also advisory member, council member for the Mojave Community College and sheriff and Tellus Harbor Hospital. And since COVID started six months ago, I'm also involved with the hospital, with the incident command and with the county, and we are doing a lot in the clinic for the COVID pandemic too. Wow, busy. Busy, easy, easy.
1: I would ask you your level of education, but we already know you're a doctor.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a doctor of medicine, right. called MD.
1: Right. And do you feel this job experience would help you on the city council?
2: See, uh, I'm a businessman, right? I have business in Bullhead for uh, since I started my clinic in, in Bullhead in 2001. I hire almost seven doctors in this period, uh, 10 PA and nurse practitioners. And I almost, sometime I was like thinking, I talked 2,500 uh, visits in the clinic since I started my clinic and almost 1,500 hospital visits. And really, you know, when I'm working daily, I almost deal with almost 100 people talking with them. Right. And then at Wamsey I'm cheap
0: I just want to jump in here and say, I'm very sorry. The audio does dip down for a little bit. And if you turn your volume all the way up on your phone, you are able to hear it, but it does come back up rather quickly. Um, so my apologies for that.
2: For medicine, almost for five times. And I'm chief of staff. This is the second time in a row. And then I'm the board member. So I learned a lot from all this. Plus I started two non profit organization from scratch, you know. Uh-huh. So having a board and only starting everything. And then plus multiple committees I'm part of it. So I have interaction with all the leaders and all the community members on a daily basis. I have a good communication with our all three mayors, Diane Wick, you know her, and Jack Hakim and Tom Brady, and also with congressmen and senators and also with mayors and Kingman and Lake
1: Havistone. okay. Uh, do you have a specific platform or some goals you want to see accomplished?
2: I mean, uh, the platform, you know, I talk about this before so many times, that uh, the, the businesses and the bullhead, if you see the healthcare is like number one. I mean, WOMC only has 600 employees. And if you include all the clinics and all the pharmacy and home health and hospitals, and all this, so the so businesses is healthcare is number one in Bullhead. Now it's very important that, especially after this COVID pandemic, and our second spike is coming, that we need something to take care of our small businesses. Right now we have a 2,500 active businesses in Bullhead City. Kingman is only 750. Oh, I wow. Checked. Yeah. And uh, so what we need to, we have to like have a small business development center. We should have a call local first Arizona nonprofit. We have to work with them. And I think we need to make a task force for the small businesses. So we don't shut down half of our businesses after this COVID over. Right. So we need economic development committee like we used to have before, if you remember, uh, Lisa oh, yeah. May KB mm-hmm. and, uh, yep. and all other people like 10, 15 years ago. Then we need uh, some grant person. Grant is very important to run the city. Right now our budget is 91,000, but we can have a grant more, I mean, 100,000, 200,000. There's no limit for grants.
1: Right.
2: So we should have some grant person in the city who can help the businesses and the city people to get more grant. Like we can get a Reap grant, which is for the greenhouse. So we can bring like, whole food or other people here, attract them here. Then we can have a water park, you know, the area you see from the marina to the river view, that whole lane, I think that need to be developed. And maybe we can do something there. And then it's called Parklet program, like they have in Kingman, we can start with the restaurants here. Then we have two advantages in Bullhead, we have airport, and we have a river, right? But we are not doing advertisement as much as we're supposed to. So we need to work on the tourism more for the airport. And then also future revitalization and also beautification and the signage improvement like they did for the uh, city square. We need to do all over in the city. Then we need to bring other industry like dart. Dart food was a great job done oh, yeah. by city council and mayor. So we need to bring other type of manufacturer And logistic and distribution center especially right now like PPE and some pharmaceutical distribution company here because we have low labor here and low taxes so a lot of people will attract in as part of going to the California and Vegas they will come and do business here So this is my platform
1: all right (laughs) very good very good we have a caller caller do you have a question I do my name is Lisa
3: good morning Dr. Ziri good morning i have just one question for you i want to know um with the recent allegations made do you deny those allegations that have been made or being made by several women including one named danny danny H- Hanshaw?
2: yeah i denied all the allegations by her.
1: okay okay thank you very much for the call so he's denying it we're going to move right along and what is the city doing right in your opinion
2: See the city, the best thing right now, we have to take care of our safety of our people. This is the main thing right now, all over the country, am I right? From Washington to Bullhead City. Right. I think the city and Tom Brady and uh, Toby Carter, they are doing great, especially in last few weeks and months what they did. You have to understand that we have a last night 1,600 COVID patients in Mojave County. 50% in Bullhead, 800. We are the hardest part. I mean, people say, where is the hardest part? Oh, Bullhead is hardest. part. Right. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. And then 33 deaths in Bullhead City since we started. So they start this uh, mask, you know, enforcement. Right. And then closing of the park, which I started a few days ago, a request to Tom Brady on the Facebook. And finally, they agrees and they did it and the park in the beaches it will help to cut down the spread and save the lives other thing the city did very best during last two three years is get the land from blm swapping with the don Laughlin. right that is the best thing because that we need to do it i i I talk about when running for last time for city council if you remember i talk about that and this happened yeah then the other thing is the getty keith park uh oliva mccormick i think she did a wonderful job when you drive in the night time you feel like oh, yeah. you are in <laughs> like in vegas mm-hmm. you know All what i mean it, yeah so she did a good so these three things did a very good thing
1: where do you feel the city dropped the ball
2: i really don't think the city dropped the ball but right now the hard topic is homeless so if you remember uh, uh They started a task force a few years ago uh, by J.D. Dwell, who was running for mayor. Right. And then, you know, uh, Guardian Foundation, and then now we have Catholic Charities. So I don't think uh, they dropped the ball, but I think it has to be done a little earlier, more organized than later. So we'll talk about that when we come to that topic.
1: Okay. Um, We have a caller. Caller here. Oh, they hung up. Okay, let us take a break because I. around town stating, please, this is a synopsis, don't give money to the homeless, give it to organizations. How'd you feel about that?
2: See that I was trying to tell you that when you say that where city dropped the ball. So what I mean by that, that they didn't drop the ball, but you could just do a little better way than just putting the sign. So homeless topic is very sensitive right now in the city. It divides the community into two like Epcor, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, the half of the community think that we should take care of the homeless and half of the community think we just let them go and do whatever they need to do and throw them out of the city. But what we need to do, basically we need to bring the homeless from the streets to shelter, to rehabilitation. This should be the steps. Okay. And I think we are going in a very good direction with the help of the Legacy Foundation, Catholic Foundation, WAMC. Review, uh, Rehabilitation Center, Center, then Homeless Center, Guardian Foundation. Now they're all working together. Okay. So I think we are going in a very good direction right now. And you'll see the change after we start the homeless shelter.
1: Okay. Caller, did you have a question? Caller? No caller there. Hello? Hello? Hello, Oh, okay. Nope. Oh. Well, let's see. Is it ringing or not? Were they there? Maybe. Caller, did you have a question? Hello. Hmm. Okay. It's working. All right. Moving right along. Um, when you hear the fun, the, the term defund police, how do you think that pertains to Bullhead City? I
2: think refund police. <laughs> okay. You know why? Because listen. This is the problem in all over the country, that the, our police and our teachers are underpay. Right. They do such a hard work, they protect us, they educate us. I mean, who's going to work in the department if you're going to get so much less pay than you're supposed to? So I, my word is refund police.
1: Okay, we have another caller. Are you there, caller? Yes, I'm here. Okay, do you have a question?
2: I have a question. So I've worked with uh, several staff
3: nurses and medical staff with uh, Valley View Hospital and Warm Uh-huh. and I just have a quick question. You know, uh, over the last 15 years, it's been common knowledge that you are famous for harassing the women for a sexual relationships, and I, I know them personally. And their complaints are valid. So how can you? Well, I'll tell you
1: that? right now. If you're gonna, if you want to talk about something like that, they should call and d- and discuss this. Not not a, not a third party. If if someone has a, an issue, and we brought it up a little while ago, and Doctor Ziri did address it. Uh, what do you feel personally? You would like to see a, a specific area in our community that you'd like to see developed?
2: I think that we are already working. The city already started working on the old Bullhead City. Right. That really we need to do because I think the entrance of the city is like the house entrance you know if you have a good view people will like to come join us stay here relocate here new businesses number two is the hancock which is our our original bullhead city riveria if you remember name used to be bullhead used to be named riveria Mm -hmm. so that area need to be developed because if you remember we used to plan to have a uh, bridge at that side that's right and then we decided to do on the other side so that need to be developed and then the other seat, uh, thing I just uh, mentioned that, that the lane between the uh, marina and the Riverview, which is a, uh, owned by the state, I think this will be our new city center in future. In next five six years, we need to plan something, water park or something, because also next to highway and that can be our new city center.
1: Okay, what's the number one reason you're running for city council?
2: I mean, number one reason I'm sitting yep. for city council is to make a difference. Make a better bullhead. Bring new ideas to the table. You know, I'm independent. And I'm here for the people, not for the party. And I can you more to the community.
1: When you look at your entire life, what's your biggest accomplishment?
2: <laughs> uh, you know, the... I mean, I have a lot
1: of accomplishment, but I think that
2: three I can mention here. Okay. See, the biggest accomplishment I had is the education of my kids without leaving the Bullhead City and make them professional. That was a big challenge for me because when I came in 95 and then my kids started high school, a lot of doctors, if you remember, almost 25, they left the town because they said that education is bad here. So I just want to prove to the community that it's all depend on the kids and parents and the teacher and that I did. that is my biggest accomplishment that living in the Bullhead. No private school, no private tuition. They all went to Desert Valley from Desert Valley to Fox Creek and Fox Creek to Mavi High and from Mavi High to Tucson. And from Tucson, they all become doctors and pharmacists and the RN. Without no, no. Great. So this is one accomplishment. Second is the tri-state youth internship and leadership. And the third one is Maui Health Coalition.
1: Can you think of a reason why you could not make city council meetings, workshops or conferences? I, I want to talk about conferences. So. They have state uh, towns and city conferences where you go and you take classes to learn about the finance and, and, and these things. And so you'd be able to attend those?
2: Yeah, I have my own practice. So I'm my own boss. You no, know? <laughs> I can, and I have a two nurse practitioner working with me. So if I go somewhere, they can cover me. So I don't think so there will be any issue.
1: Okay, caller, did you have a question?
2: Yes, uh, Doctor Zari, this is Doctor Shah. I have a
3: question. There are two news? Is it all over spreading in town? Number one, your your harassment of your
1: okay i'm gonna i've had enough of that um caller did you have a question
3: yes i do um are you am i live on the air right now yes you are okay i was wondering if this doctor what's his name Ziri i believe
1: dr ziri yes candidate okay, for city council
3: i was wondering has he ever heard of a, a, a linda uh, michael Vitz? and then uh, uh, Dr. Batar, and then you've got uh, Dr. Andy Wakefield, and then a guy named David Hawkins. Have you ever heard of any of those people?
1: Are they, re- are they doctors in our community?
3: They're not in our community. One of them, the Linda Mikovits, used to be, she's a scientist, uh, virologist, doctor. slash. Um, she used to work with Dr. Uh, Fauci in the labs, especially the one in uh, North Carolina. Or Dietrich there, but anyways, what? A lot of all of these doctors are saying the opposite about this COVID-19.
1: Okay. Did you
2: have a Not question?
3: Yet? Yeah. Well, my question was, is, is he ever ever heard of any of these doctors?
2: No, I didn't hear any of this doctor name.
3: You don't know any of the doctors that I'm talking about. No, but I'm really saying. sorry. They're, they're talking the opposite, basically, about what you're saying about wearing the mask and, and all the stats and stuff like that, how they're all pretty much fraudulent. Um, they're counting people with COVID that are just around people that have COVID. I mean, the statistics are miscrewed so bad that nobody, I don't even think anybody really knows the truth about any of the stats out there. Okay. So anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, you guys need to do some research. Dr. Batar, uh, Dr. Andy Wakefield, uh, Linda Michael Very, 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 David Hawkins. Very, very credible people.
2: I will look into it. Thank you for telling me. Yeah, I will. Thank you.
1: you. Thank you for the call. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Make Bullhead Better. And thank you to Larry and to Speak Out 2.0 for interviewing all the candidates. Um, I know that Hildy has also interviewed the candidates. I've interviewed the candidates. And the debate is coming up this coming Tuesday, July 14th. July. That is my little girl, Catherine. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Make Bullhead Better.